Hello, and welcome to the Wellness Mama podcast. I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com, and I'm back today with Dr. Patrick Porter to talk more specifically about ways to help the brain after TBIs and how to ward off age-related cognitive decline of the brain. And Dr. Patrick Porter has been on this podcast before, but he is an award-winning author and speaker specific to the use of brain health and what he calls technology-enhanced meditation. And he really pioneered the use of brainwave entrainment to improve sleep, focus, clarity, energy, et cetera, and is really at the forefront of this research. He has wide-ranging knowledge on a lot of topics. And in this particular episode, we go deep on what happens to the brain when you have a head injury, how to help resolve that, what's going on in the brain when we see decline with age and how to ward that off. He also gives some very specific tips that you can do at home on improving deep sleep, which is vital for the brain, improving your daily habits related to your nervous system, and so much more. He has so much knowledge on this topic. It was really fun to get to go deep with him today. And he also makes a really compelling case for how all of us have had some type of head trauma, even if we haven't had a diagnosed TBI, because we fall so many times when we're little and learning how to walk. And so how to make sure our brains stay in good health as we get older, and also how to use these strategies with kids to enhance their learning and their sleep, which as a mom myself, these things definitely help the peace and calm of the entire household. So without any further wait, let's join Dr. Porter. Dr. Porter, welcome back. Thanks for being here again. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I will link to our first episode. If people haven't heard it for context, we go deep on some brain science. And in this one, I wanted to get even more nuanced and specific and talk about specific protocols and ways to help with things like TBIs and also with age-related cognitive decline. And I know that you've done a lot of work in both of those areas. Certainly, TBIs have gotten a lot of press time with the focus on this in the NFL and in football in general, but this is something that affects not just athletes, but people in all walks of life. And I know you have developed some really specific protocols that are especially helpful with those. For some background context, can you explain maybe what's going on in the brain when someone has either a brain injury or age-related cognitive decline? And then we'll talk through some of the protocols that help. Sure. Yeah. Well, what's happening from the perspective of mitochondrial health is when you have a blunt force trauma, which every person has out there. I mean, before you're five, six years old, you fall, you've fallen down two to 3000 times, you know, so you've had some, in fact, some people will say you're the, you are the result of how your brain remodeled after all of your TBIs as a child. You know, you know, I didn't realize that till I had grandkids and, you know, uh, little Eli likes to run into tables and countertops, you know, and now he's 11. So, but he's, we think he's made of rubber, you know, but the, the reality is that his brain is still being affected. So, so what happens is when there's trauma, then the blood is going to flow into that area. They call it a hematoma. Now, if you don't get that those toxins out of there, uh, that blood, that bad blood, it just sits there. So some people, even 10 years later, have this big ball of blood that's still there, and the brain will remodel around it. So when you have these like CTEs or these mild uh they call them mild, but they're, you know, they're still pretty severe, these little head injuries, they start to add up until you get this big one they call a TBI, you know, and then, but what happens is if they're not sleeping well, the only time the brain detoxes is during level four sleep. So we need to do something to get into that level four sleep. In fact, they call it the glial lymphomic system in the brain. 
And before 2016, they didn't even know we had one. In fact, there's not a physiology book printed in the world that before 2015 has a lymph system in the brain, which is kind of incredible because if you took physiology in college, they said anywhere there's a blood vessel, there's a lymph vessel. But for some reason, they said we didn't have it because it only turns on during level four sleep, which is that deep sleep that happens when you're non-responsive. So basically think of it like you're turning down, think of your mitochondria on a dimmer switch. And when you get a TBI or any kind of problem, it's going to turn that volume down. It's going to turn the light intensity down. Our mitochondria is meant to absorb light and transmit light. So as we age, what happens is, unfortunately, if you have a lot of inflammation. Now, when I was growing up back in the 70s, 60s and 70s, I never knew anybody that had age-related dementia. Nobody. Nobody in my family. My family were Iowa farmers, and every one of them was 93. I remember 97 years old. They all were playing cards. They were all very cognitive. But our lifestyle, I think, is what's killing our brains because we're not getting outside. These were farmers. They'd be outside in the sunlight. I mean, most of the time, they're doing exercise. They're moving their body. They're breathing. They're doing all these things. So I think the what's happening at the age-related brain is when we have plaquing, and one of the worst things somebody can do for their body is take statins. And I might get some plaque about that, but statins are worst thing you could put in your body. Your brain is all fat. So when you strip out fats out of the bloodstream, the statins don't care. They don't go, oh, we're not going to strip out the fat from the brain. They're going to strip it out of everywhere. And I've met so many people that have had problems with neuropathy in their hands and feet, peripheral neuropathy. But that tells me that their brain is also being compromised. And almost 90% of the people I see like that tell me they're on statins. And I'll say, please get off them. You need what they're what they're stripping out your body needs. Be, what you need to do is get rid of the fire. I tell people, people are trying to paint their house while their house is on fire. While you have all this inflammation, you can't just take statins. And there's a, there's a saying we love, it's you can't have the pill without the skill. So you, you can't take this pill and think it's going to stop your inflammation. All it does is stop your protective mechanisms. You don't have the symptoms. So you take a blood test and it says, oh, wow, you're... Your levels are right. Your lipids are right. But the reality is that it's protecting you. So do something about the inflammation. Start. And what I recommend people do, just so, so I don't have a problem without a solution, is get real vitamin C. Most of the vitamin C that's on the market is not real. It's synthetic. You've got to get real vitamin C. And you, if you don't know what that is, go to Optimum Health Systems and put in the word brain tap. You get a deal there. But that's the vitamin C that I use. It's real. The body can... And I do... Three, three tablets in the morning and three at night. And it takes care of the inflammation as you age. It's going to take care of age-related inflammation. You can do now Daryl Olin, who's the he's the he's basically the guy that produced Zach Afron's series Down to Earth with Zach Afron on Netflix. I take what he he has another concoction where he has MSM in this specialized vitamin C. And I've started taking that two months ago and found that's first thing in the morning. Now, some people can't handle that because it doesn't taste good, but I do a lot of things that don't taste good because I know they're good for me, <laughs> you know, but the, um, you know, there, you really need to use natural ways to do that. One of the other ways to do it is take real tart cherry juice, mix it half and half with water, drink that as your, 
instead of having sodas or beer or something like that, you know, that's going to also bring down your inflammation. Those are just a couple of quick tips because that's what's happening to the aging brain. When your brain is on fire, if you have a 90, if you have a 75 watt, 75 watt light bulb, but you're running a hundred Watts through it, you're going to burn that out. So our brain, when you have too much inflammation, the brain is going to feel the brunt of that first. And so inflammation is what's causing the problems we're seeing. In fact, they call Alzheimer's now type 3 diabetes. So when you think of inflammation and you think of stress disorders, most people don't realize this, but the biggest reason this is happening is stress. Our livers hold 25 grams of sugar. And the job of the liver is to hold that sugar just in case a saber-toothed tiger or and comes up behind you so it can pump it in the bloodstream. Your muscles now have the sugar they need to run away from that danger. But the problem is that now so many people are triggering this stress response from their phones, from their television, from their news, whatever it is, that now we have an insulin drip, which means that the, the systems aren't working the way they're designed. We were supposed to have this stress response maybe three to five times a week. Most people have that in the morning. You know, and so when you have this insulin drip, what that amounts to is insulin is a fat storage hormone. So especially for the mothers out there, if you're wondering, you go, I don't even eat sugar. I don't know why I'm overweight. It's not what you're eating. It's what's eating you. We need to control that liver because that liver produces the sugar. That's why we don't really need sugar in our diet. Our body produces all the sugar we need from the foods we consume, whether it be vegetables or fruit or some kind of protein you know, the fiber that we're getting out of the, the fruits and vegetables, all our body's designed to do that. But the problem is that when you eat out of a can bottle and a wrapper and with ingredients we can't read, our body doesn't know what to do with that stuff. So it creates inflammation. So we're getting, creating inflammation by our foods we're consuming. That's bad for the brain. We're creating inflammation by not moving. You know, there's a saying, you probably heard it, that sitting is the new smoking, right? Well, actually sitting is worse than smoking. Because smokers now have to get up, go outside and smoke, right? So they're standing up, they're walking, at least they're moving. But if you're sitting for more than two hours, 10% of the oxygen in your brain is depleted. So when you think about that, I mean, that's almost as bad as wearing a mask. So, I mean, you, you have this terrible situation going on. And then people are not doing anything to improve their brain function. They're not doing any brain fitness like brain tap or, or meditation or yoga, or tai chi, breath work. They're not doing anything. They're just basically watching television or letting life happen to them instead of through them, which is a big difference. So you in the, the thing about if you're out there worried about Alzheimer's or dementia, then do something about it now. It's the most preventable disease on earth. Because it wasn't even around 20 years ago. 20, 25 years ago, it was a very rare person who would get these diseases. But now it's a lifestyle disease. When somebody tells me it's a disease, it's a hereditary, no, it's basically, it's a lifestyle disease. Because we did a study in um, down in Florida, in uh, Tampa area with Dr. Kelly Miller. He wrote a book called Saving Your Brain. He has got a chapter in there about brain tap because we took every person off the dementia scale in six weeks. So if you can start early, you need to get energy, the, the most underprescribed nutrient on earth. Everybody's always looking for that magical pill. The most underprescribed nutrient on earth is light. 
Our body needs light. Every cell needs light. So if you're not able to get out, and they say now we're not even able to get enough light when we walk outside because of what they're doing to our atmosphere. So we have, you know, all the pollution and everything that's in our atmosphere. So when we need to subsidize, just like we do with vitamins and minerals, we need to give ourselves light. And that's where brain, that's why retinal flashing, we use retinal flashing and we use the lights in the ears, which we can get into in a little bit with brain tap. We need to get energy into the brain so the brain can do the work that it needs to do. If it's bogged down with toxins, there's a saying, your brain is not functioning because of three reasons. Thoughts could be your thoughts, you, you know, negative thinkers or people who look at life as a series of threats. Their brain is not going to work as well as somebody who looks at life as a series of challenges. There's just a big study. I'm actually writing an article about it on our blog about optimism. Um, I'm, I was told I'm, my nickname, my moniker is Dr. Positive. So they, they said, I'm too damn positive all the time. I said, well, I'd rather be positive and be disappointed every once in a while than wake up every day disappointed. And then when happiness comes, I miss it. You know, so many people are like that. So, it, so it's either thoughts, trauma, or toxins. So the only way we're going to get rid of the toxins is we've got to eat better. We've got to move. We've got to breathe. We've got to sleep. And we've got to do something to exercise that brain so we can get into that deep rhythm sleep that's going to detox our brain. And these are all things that when I love it when somebody says, no, it's hereditary. No, it isn't. If it was hereditary, it would have been around in the 1900s and 1800s. It wasn't. And people go, well, people are living longer now. Well, we've shown even people over 100 years old can improve their brain function. So your brain never stops developing, learning, and healing itself. Your your brain is designed to heal just like your body is designed to heal, but you've got to give it the right materials. The heart behind the I'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com. And when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Yeah, I think that's so key. I say on here a lot that at the end of the day, we are each our own primary healthcare provider because we are responsible for the daily choices that impact our bodies and our brains and our health. And I also think we are at the end of the day are our own healers and no one can do that work except for us. But I love when there are tools like this that help that process become much more efficient. And I feel like every time you speak, I take so many notes, but I love that you brought up the liver aspect because I know we're seeing really a huge statistical rise in things like non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which would also be in that category that didn't exist a few decades ago. And now we're seeing it in children. And so to me, this is a pretty imminent problem and also one that's within our control to change, which I think there's a lot, we have a lot more power in that realm than we think we do often. And that these are some simple strategies, maybe not easy, but simple that we can do that can really start shifting that. 
I think that like the deep sleep component you mentioned, I think I'm glad that information is finally being understood that our brain flushes during that deep sleep phase of sleep. But it seems like many people struggle with getting into deep sleep or getting enough deep sleep. And I know BrainTap can help with that as well. I also know there's a lot of science and research you guys have done on the specific effects of the BrainTap on TBIs and on age-related decline as well. Can you explain what the BrainTap is doing and what you're seeing in those studies? Sure. The, the first study I'm going to talk about is the reason that uh, uh, TBRX, which is Tom Brady's total body program, used to be called TB12, his his workout program. He's now our sport. He's our, now our guy that goes to the sports and teaches the athletes how to do um, Peter Cummings, who's their medical director, and Alex Guerra, who's the PT. They What we did was we showed him a study we did in Gaylord, Michigan. We had a chiropractor who's the doctor for the school. And for the year, for the the study that we published was for the whole year, we took any student at the school that had a concussion. They all got care. They all got medical care. So nobody missed out because that's the problem with doing these kind of studies is you can't have a placebo because everybody needs something. So what we did was we had everybody got medical care, like the standard medical care that we do. But 50% of them did brain tap just during that training session. So that meant only two to three times a week during their recovery period. At the end of their recovery period, one year when they went back to play, whether it be a cheerleader, football player, tennis player, didn't matter. If they had a concussion, they were put into the protocol. One year later, Dr. Arkefeld went back and did neurological testing with them. The group that used BrainTap was 30 to 70% neurologically better than the group that didn't. So that meant if we can get them using their brain through brain fitness early, they get better results down the road. And this is what was striking. And we've had people that had 10 year concussions or whatever. And so we're doing more studies right now. We have a big study going on at Seminole College for Alzheimer's because we wanted to show now Alzheimer's is a little different than dementia because what think of it like, um, you know, we need to, the sooner you can work on the brain, the better, you know? So if you're sitting there right now thinking, gosh, I'm fearful this is going to happen to me, then start doing something about it. Start doing something positive about it. It's not going to come in a pill. There's no pill that they, that they're going to create because every pill at some point, the body will reject it. That's what happened to opioids, right? People, when we beat out opioids in a study in Brazil, they gave everybody started out with the same amount of opioids, but the group that used brain tap did not need an increase in any opioids during their their uh, recovery, where the group that didn't continuously had to have more, more, more. And when it was time to discontinue the opioids, the group that used brain tap could just discontinue them. So they can use them the way they were naturally prescribed. The problem is that they're easy to get on and hard to get off because the brain, the main reason for this is the brain loves to offload its work. You know, the, the brain is 25% of all the energy of the body. So any everything, think of 25%, think of it like the government. You know, it's going to get 25% of everything before anybody else gets anything. So all the energy of the body, so it only weighs five pounds but it gets 25% of everything. So if it can stop using the energy of the body and then transfer that energy to some other part of the body, it's going to do that. So if that's why I'm, I'm totally against coffee first thing in the morning, because it, tra it trains the brain to offload its responsibility of creating neuropronephrine, dopamine, and cortisol to wake you up. And then the brain gets dysregulated right from the beginning. That's why we have what we call digital coffee. In the morning, when we did these studies, 
we train the brain to wake up. It's a brainwave called SMR, sensory motor rhythm. That's why when somebody has a concussion or dementia or Alzheimer's, they get dizzy or they can't walk. They, they don't have balance. And we also use a board, uh, Dan Metcalf, who's somebody you should probably interview as well. We use his board. It's called the 60 Up. And for balance, it's incredible. He's getting people out of wheelchairs. And we use that and we have programs with BrainTap so you can train your brain to get ready to do this exercise. And it's very easy to use, but we need to get the body moving and breathing and, and thinking and get that brainwave back going. And then, of course, we need to get them off of the sugars and um, the detrimental foods that are causing their body to downregulate. But during these studies I'm talking about, we didn't control their food at all. We know we'd get better results. Now in his book, the Saving Your Brain book, which is available on Amazon, you'll read, he puts in there the diet that he prescribes. He also has a physical exercise routine. So when I'm talking about the results we got with brain tap, that was just with brain tap. When you add in these other features, you can improve the brain in less than six weeks. We took, like I said, every person in our study, which is now in a bigger study, at Seminole College, we're going to publish once we get to 100 people, but we're getting the same statistics, 39% more neuroplasticity in six weeks. That means the brain's capacity to work went up 39% in six weeks. And that's what's happening. It's it's like the as we age, unfortunately, the mitochondria, the energy of the system downregulates because we're not doing the right things. Now, that's not the that's not our natural and normal. That's just what's happening with our lifestyle because we're designed to live until we die. We're not designed to slowly die and then give our money to the hospital at the end of death. You know, I would rather, you know, like they say in the, the rock and roll records, I'd rather burn out than fade away. You know, basically people are fading away. That's such a good point. And to get on a little specific into the protocol side, um, I know I, th I think there's a brain tap sitting behind you for anyone watching on video. But what modalities is it using and what is the impact it's having on the brain and how much time does it take in a given day to see those results? Yeah, well, we believe that two of the times you want to use the brain tap, you don't have to spend any extra time. Just set your alarm for 10 minutes earlier because if you set an alarm too, I don't recommend the blaring alarm. I, I recommend some piece of music that's beautiful that wakes you up and tells you today is a beautiful day to accomplish something because you don't want to put your nervous system on red alert. But if you wake up 10 minutes early, do one of our 10-minute SMR sessions. This is digital coffee. It's going to wake up the brain. This is key for brain function. The morning sessions are probably the most important because if you start your day off right, there's a saying, win the morning, win the day. And then in the middle of the day, or if you can't do that because you're working, do it as soon as you get home from work, two o'clock in the afternoon, our temperature drops two degrees. This is normal for everybody around the world. This is when our body resets. Now at night, it increases temperature two degrees at two o'clock. That's why if you're one of those people that wakes up in the middle of the night, throwing off the covers because you're hot, it's because your brain's dysregulated. We need to get that brain regulated. But in the afternoon, we need to reboot the brain because we're our body is designed to live in the Serengeti, even though in, in genetically, they can't figure out why these bodies aren't evolving because they're saying we evolved, but they're still the same bodies that were around 200,000 years ago. They're not, they're no different. So we're designed to take a nap in the middle of the day, but we don't do that. We do, we go get coffee, tea, chocolate, whatever, keep going. But if we can do a 20 minute session in the middle of the day and train our brain to get into theta. Now, if you're having dementia, then we recommend gamma during the middle of the day. We have a whole series called Brain Fitness. 
that we have people do. And it has to do with cognition and it has words in it. Now, words are important because words can change up to 2,300 gene expressions. So we want to upregulate your gene expression. Now, at night, we're going to have you listen to the Delta sessions, which is going to put you into deep Delta. It's going to help to detoxify that brain, especially if you've been compromised during the day because maybe you're doing things and you overdid it. Some people, we we say this with children, but we don't realize it's true for adults too. They go, they're too tired to sleep. Most adults are too tired to sleep. So how we do this is through light, flashing light. Our eyes have the most mitochondria per square centimeter than any other part of the body. Our eyes are literally designed, and they know this now, that we transmit and we receive light through our eyes. You've probably had the experience where you're sitting, reading a book or watching TV, and you felt like somebody's watching you turn around and maybe it was your husband or one of your children looking at you. You were feeling their photaic exchange because every cell is broadcasting eight, 10 nanometer light. And it's it's not just, I came into, people started realizing when they said shedding, but we always shed. When you're around somebody, you're always transmitting and receiving their information in the form of energy. That's why we have what we call energy drainers and energy gainers. You know, there are people that you're around that seem to pull your energy down, and there are people that seem to pull your energy up. Of course, we want to be around gainers, not drainers. Also, to get light into the brain, which is photaic energy, what a mitochondria does in the cell, this is just a simplified version. So if we have some scientists on the line, it's it's not the full version because I'm not going to talk about the Krebs cycle and all that. But what happens is light goes into the body. It's absorbed by the hemoglobin. So in the ears, all the blood in your body goes through your ears every 45 seconds. The rest of your body, it does it in 15 seconds. So that's how fast blood pumps through your body. But in the ears, it slows down enough that we can produce a light effect. So we're going to put blue and red light, and we're going to also encode that light with Noje frequencies. Dr. Nogier, who was an iridologist, actually said there's seven frequencies of the body. When they're out of tune, the body gets sick. So what we do is every two minutes, that changes in the ear lights. So we're we're bathing the body with light. It's going through the meridians, directly into the brain first, because the ear blood actually heats and cools the brain. So if we want to get light into the brain, we do it through the eyes, through the ears. Now the brain has energy because the mitochondria, let's say that the mitochondria is, is starting to go out because it's that cell is about to die called apoptosis. That the, the cell with the energy is going to come along. It's going to be absorbed there. That cell is going to come back to life because it's the mitochondria is going to absorb that photaic energy. The Krebs cycle is going to start up again. Nitric oxide is going to be released. Vasodilation, blood flow, circulation. This is why it helps the brain function. The more blood flow and circulation, nitric oxide, is, it's a naturally occurring phenomenon. Now, you can take nitric oxide, too, to help with brain function which I do. And Nathan Bryan, who's a good friend of mine, has a good product. But we we do these things, but light does it naturally. And so when we're doing this, what happens is the brain starts to regulate. Now the brain has energy to train. Just like going to the gym, we need energy to go to the gym to build muscles. We need light in the brain to train the brain. This is called brainwave entrainment. Now, we also then mirror the same thing we're doing with light. These are Earth frequencies. So if you and I were on your spaceship and we're flying toward Earth and we were to measure the Earth's frequencies, it would be between 0.5 and 100. So these are the frequencies of the Earth. These are the frequencies our body is used to experiencing. So we're not doing anything unnatural. We're just basically, that's why they call it hacking the brain or biohacking. We like the term 
help optimization a little better because most people don't like the word hacking. But what we're doing is we're imitating nature. And then the body gets into sync. When it's in sync, it starts to release its own neurochemicals. You start to get high on your own supply. And when you're in each one of these brainwave states produces neurotransmitter activity. Now, neurotransmitters are not made in the brain. They're instructed from the brain to the gut. Now, there are three brains, just so everyone knows. So when you're working on dementia and Alzheimer's and these kind of things, TBIs, it's not a brain in the head thing. It's a heart brain. You have 40,000 neutrino cells. So we put light pads on the heart. We have a light pad we put on the gut. At the same time, we're doing brain tap. So now we're feeding the body what it needs most, light energy, and the gut is regulating. There's more neuron connections in the gut than there are in the brain between our ears. So when you think about, and that's where all the neurotransmitters are made, in the gut. So during during TBI recovery, we recommend that they get off all sugars. They more go more toward a keto kind of diet. I'm not saying go on it forever, but go more toward a keto diet. Maybe even do some intermittent fasting if you don't have blood sugar problems, because that autophagy is going to help to clear out the bad cells in the brain. And it's going to get you back. If you're a performer, like a sports performer, you know, you want to get back as soon as possible. So you get that clear brain. You want to get rid of that brain fog. And I don't want to oversimplify it, but it is simpler than you think. And sitting in a dark room is probably the worst thing you can do. Not being active is probably the worst thing you can do. Now, at first, you might not be able to do anything. You might, if you have a bleeding in the brain, you don't want to use the brain tap right away. You can use the sound part, but we bring 30% more blood flow to the brain. So sometimes when somebody has a TBI or a, a brain injury, they have to wait three to four weeks before they start using the light part of brain tap. But for Alzheimer's and that, they need to start using it right away. And they need to use it three times a day. And remember, you only have to set aside 20 minutes because you're going to listen to it right before you go to sleep. You're going to listen to it before you wake up. So that's what you're going to get the right brain function that you need, Bring the brain change. That makes sense. And it, it reminds me of two quotes of, I believe it was Einstein who said, the future of medicine will be in frequency or frequency of vibration. And then was it Tesla who said, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And as you were explaining all that, I thought of those two quotes in particular. I'd love to, in our last few minutes, talk about specific uses with kids. Because as you were explaining that, I was thinking through so much potential for kids with learning, of course, with TBI recovery. Um, but it seems like this can be a really valuable tool for the parents listening, for their kids having more regulated nervous systems as well. Are the protocols the same for kids or are there variations with kids? Well, kids don't really have to listen that much. They shouldn't be that dysregulated. But if they are, then yeah, you want to keep the same protocols. But um, in schools, what we find is either right before they do their work, if they're tired and they're not able to do their homework, then they do it right before then. Some schools that use it, and we have a lot of school systems using it, they do. They call it brain prep. So in the morning, that morning time is so important to get the brain regulated. We find that um, after doing something in the afternoon, like maybe doing their schoolwork is a good time to do it. If a child does it three times a week, they're probably going to get really good results. If they do it every day, it's fine too, but they don't have to do it more than once a day you know, for children. Awesome. And I know I'll put links in the show notes for everybody listening, but I know you have written a lot about this topic and a lot of other topics and that people might be curious about BrainTap. So I'll put those links in the show notes, but where can people find your work and find BrainTap? On social media, they can go to at Dr. Patrick Porter, at Dr. Patrick Porter, and they can find 
find me on Instagram and YouTube. There's a lot of videos there and everything like that. They can go to, those are going to bring them to braintap.com eventually, because obviously that's my company and, and we want to get people. We're on a mission to better a billion brains. So if you're listening and you want to try it, you can share your link with them and they get a 14 day free trial. So if they don't like it within 14 days, what we do know is 70% of the people that try that trial buy it. So if you give it a try, if it works for you and our average user uses it 28 times a month. So not only are they buying it, they're using it, which is really important for me because I don't want to just sell a product and nobody uses it. So let's get, let's get bettering a billion brains. And you might start at first just doing it one time a day, you know, just seeing what happens. But during that 14 day trial, we have a 21 day quick start that'll give you a good experience. So you can try that. And then if you like it, you just continue that 21 day trial and then you're ready to roll. Awesome. Well, all those links for you guys listening on the go, hopefully while you're walking outside in the sunshine, those are all at wellnessmama.com. And Dr. Porter, you are such a wealth of knowledge. I'm so glad we got to have this conversation. Thank you for your time. Well, thank you for having me. And remember, we're out there to better a billion brains and it's your brain listening right now. So let's see if we can help you. I love that. And thanks as always to all of you for listening and sharing your most valuable resources, your time, your energy, and your attention with us today. We're both so grateful that you did. And I hope that you will join me again on the next episode of the Wellness Mama podcast. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time. And thanks as always for listening.